Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to the Batter's Box on WNSP Now. I'm Joey Warner, and I'm reporting from the WNSP studio on Dolphin Street in Mobile, Alabama. This is my 18th podcast, and I'm glad that my listeners are tuning in. I'm by myself tonight. My co-host, Ricky Patterson, is in Sarasota, Florida. He's managing a team in a college baseball league down there, and we're hoping to get Ricky on the telephone here in just a little bit. We have a lot to talk about tonight, uh, a lot of baseball uh, coming down to the end of it on the college level. We're, we're in the Super Regionals, and the World Series will start this weekend. Super Regionals is down to two games, and right now you know, we pre-record this on Monday night, and Southern Mississippi and Tennessee are in a rain delay, and they're supposed to be getting started shortly. And then Stanford and Texas are going to go at it here in just a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit of Super Regionals and World Series here shortly. We're going to talk some T-ball at Municipal Park. We're going to talk Bernie Carbo Fantasy Camp, the Alabama Sports Writers All-State baseball teams from the players that were chosen from our area. We're going to talk some Major League Baseball. I haven't talked much Major League Baseball on the show so far, but uh, it's getting ready to start up. You know, long 162-game season, and I'm going to let you know how all the teams and some of the players are doing. We're going to even do a minor league baseball report, and then we're going to talk with Ricky Patterson before we sign it out. But I want to thank Nick Wiggins. He's my producer, and he's behind the glass. We have a really good remodeled studio here. We have Hank Aaron on the wall. We have DeMarcus Cousins, A.J. McCarron, and Robert Brazil. I mean, this is a WNSP Sports Radio 105.5 FM sports studio designed by Nick Wiggins, my producer. Okay, uh, I, I want to start off with some with some some sad news uh, from a from a outstanding baseball player back in the seventies who played baseball at Baker High School. He was a pitcher, Eddie Gasnard. Eddie Gasnard passed away last Thursday morning, and our thoughts and prayers go out to Eddie and his family. And Eddie was just a tremendous man, and he was a really good baseball player in his time at Baker High School. He played for Coach Larry Andrews. He helped Baker win a 2A state championship in 1974, and they went back to the, to the state in 75 but didn't win, but they won the 3A state championship in 1976. And back then, you had 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A, Whereas now that goes all the way from 1A to 7A, but 4A was your top top line teams back then, and Eddie had an amazing 20 and 0 record on the mound, and in his three years as as a Baker Hornet, and that was just tremendous. He played on teams with players such as Jimmy Young, Doyle McDuffie, Henry Johnson. That's big Henry Johnson. Henry passed away just a couple of months ago himself, so our condolences go out to him as well. Vic Vickery, Gary Downey, Philip Corley, just to name a few from that Baker baseball team back in not the early 70s, mid-70s. And I've said on this show so many times that that we're going to cover anything from T-ball all the way up to the Mobile Sports Hall of Fame. And and I've talked about my Yankees with T-ball a little bit, 
but I haven't said a whole, whole lot about the real history of baseball in Mobile, Alabama. And I'll be honest with you, I haven't even skimmed the surface. You know, I've written a book called Mobile Baseball Connection. It's the history of baseball in Mobile. It's 628 pages. It's, it's, It's a reference book with all sorts of stuff in it, and it's available on Amazon.com. You can look that up. But but when I get into the to to talking about some of the history, it's it's there's not a whole lot of old timers still around that can relate. But but I hope to to gather them in here and or on the, on the phone, and we talk more history of baseball in Mobile, Alabama. But going back to the to the T-ball is last week. I had an opportunity to to be the PA announcer and, and a scorekeeper for the municipal park T-ball, or, or what I should say coach pitch six and under district seven tournament where you had the national league all-stars and the American league all-stars, both from municipal park and Mims park. And I was only able to do one, one night, which was two games, but I don't know exactly how the, the tournament ended up, but, but the first game between the National and the American League was was unbelievable. It was a great game. And let me explain something about this coach pitch. It was six and under, which T-ball at Municipal Park goes from four-year-olds to six-year-olds. But but as, as the better players progress toward the end of the season, they pick players that are able to hit the coach pitch. And they, they these players were chosen, and the pitch pitcher coach, the coach pitches – and the batters hit, and they hit the hay. They they put on a clinic last week, but anyway, the the real the best game was the National and American, and then Mims Park put on a a hitting clinic against the American Municipal Team in Game Two. But it was exciting to see um, the Municipal, National, and American teams play. And in the game, it it, it ended like this: Jack Barnacle drove in Drayton Orendale. Arendelle with a two-out walk-off single in the bottom of the sixth inning. Two outs, runner at second, base hit. Barnacle drives in Arendelle for the winning run as National beats American 24 to 23. It it was an awesome game. And and players from the National League that also did well were Addison Schilling. Charlie Brightman and Gaines Thomas and the American League Carter Fuquay, Oliver Pilot and Marshall Levert stood out scoring runs and driving in runs and all the players deserve recognition and and they play great and and the coaches out there at municipal and, and league officials just to name a few I want to go over some of these guys that 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 did an outstanding job the uh, president of the league and the coach of the Astros, I think it was, Curran Foose. Bill Kleinstroke was was a uh, manager of the Dodgers. Drayton Arendelle. Arendelle. I have trouble with that, Arendelle. I had it. I had trouble announcing it, but they corrected me on a few of those names. And But but anyway, Drayton Arendelle, Ian Claridge, Forrest Rayford, Chris Pfeiffer, Sean Carley, Seth Webster, Trip Metter, Colin Fuquay, all did an outstanding job. I'm leaving out scores of, 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 of adults and 
ladies and men that, that helped out to make that league a success. And you had a couple umpires that, that, that were awesome too. Jack Phillips had umpired behind the plate, and Jarvis Coleman was on the basis for, the, for that doubleheader last Wednesday night. And Mims Park was, was represented by their coaches, Zach Weaver, Blake Miller, Caden Chastain, and Bubba Skinner. And just to name four of their outstanding hitters were Malik Douglas, Jose, Jose Diaz, Paxton Miller, and A.J. Pritchett. A.J. Pritchett, which is the son of Anthony Pritchett, who's a, a really great ball player out of Grand Bay and, and played over at South and, and played some pro ball. But his son can actually play all, all, those, all those boys. All three teams were just awesome. It was, a, it was an outstanding event. And then on Friday night, Myself and Joe Connick put on our Mobile Mobsters outfits, and I put on the the umpire's equipment, and he took the bases. We went out and umpired Friday night's game for the Bernie Carbo Fantasy Camp at Spring Hill College. And it was it was a fun, fun event. We played nine innings, and and some of the people out there uh, that, that represent Mobile, uh, Travis Toth, came out there representing the, the Christian Businessmen's Committee, and he, 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 he led a worship uh, time in the batting cage before the game started. And Travis was, was in the front office with the Mobile Bay Bears for many years before he went over to South Alabama, and now he works for the Chris, Christian B- Businessmen's Committee, that's CBMC. Jay York, Judge Jay York, uh, former Spring Hill College baseball player, actually played the whole weekend. He pitched. He's 67 years old and still kicking. Uh, George Bovenizer. I hope I got that right, George. He's a journalism instructor over at South Alabama. He's uh, worked for NBC for many years. As, but he brought his family and players from Municipal Park out there and played some third base and just really got into it. He's a big representative of Municipal Park also. And John Hilliard of the Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group basically ran the whole camp for Bernie. Bernie, it was great seeing Bernie. Bernie had a little bat back problem, so he's moving around kind of slow. But we talked about some things before we got started in the game. And after the game, you can go to my Facebook page, Mobile Baseball Connection, and see, see a report that I put on there with, with several videos and photos and a little write-up about it. But but Bernie talked about the home run he hit in 1975 to, to, to send the game into extra innings before Carlton Fisk hit that home run where he sway in the ball with his hands to the right to try to keep it keep it fair. But uh, uh, Bernie had, had had a pinch hit home run earlier in the in the, in the series, and even the game after in Game Seven he let off hit another one off the fence a foot from going out, but had an outstanding season or a series pinch hitting. But we were talking about when he hit that home run, Bernie's always told it several times. He's rounding second base, and he was going to say something to Dave Concepcion, who he played minor league baseball with, but he waited, said Pete. He said, Pete, don't you wish I w- you were strong as this? And Pete says, this is great. This is the way baseball's supposed to be. And then they, they celebrated like I'll get out at home plate. And uh, Pete's just sitting there watching. He says, Pete, they got game six, but we've got to have a game seven. And that's what Bernie said before I went out on the field. And it was, it was a great memory. Anyway, and anyway, that was, that, was, that was so cool and so good. But we're going to go to the, the Alabama 
sports writers, all state baseball teams. This is chosen by the the sports writers from from around the state, and the, these are players from from our area that were chosen all state. There's 29 of them, so here we go. 7A, the all state second team. We had no representatives for the first team, but. All-State second team, 7A, pitcher, Zach Munger, Baker, catcher, Holland Brock, Fairhope, outfielder, Brooks Brassfield, Fairhope, outfielder, Bryant Durbin, Baker, and utility, Connor Gatwood, Baker. Three players represented Baker High School in the second team, 7A. 6A, coach of the year, J.D. Pruitt, took his team all the way to the finals, before they lost to Oxford, but they 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 had a, a really good run there. Coach of the year, J.D. Pruitt, Spanish Fort, 6A. Outfielder, Pierce Dutton, Spanish Fort, first team. First team, Jimmy Moody, Theodore, second team, 6A. Pitcher, Bryson Goff, Sarah Land. Infielder, Brooks Womble, Sarah Land. Utility, Newton Gardner, Spanish Fort. All those were the second team. An honorable mention, 6A, Connor Robinson, Faith Academy, Trevor Murphy, Baldwin County. We go to 5A, infielder pitcher Connor Gear of Gulf Shores, first team. Two more first teamers. Seth Smith, infielder from Mobile Christian, first team. Infielder Edward McLeod, St. Paul's, first team. Edward was the player of the year. The Midtown Optimus Club Player of the Year for Mobile County and mentioned Trevor Murphy a minute ago. He was the Player of the Year for Baldwin County. And Edward McLeod is just a sophomore. Great job, Edward. Second team, 5A, pitcher Zach McKinnon, Mobile Christian. 4A, pitcher of the year, Josh Gunther. Josh is headed to Wake Forest next year. He's a also in the first team, pitcher, first team, 4A, Alex Sherman, UMS Wright. Outfielder, Cole Blaylock, headed to South Alabama to play football out of UMS. First team outfielder, 4A. Pitcher, Tucker Hicks, Satsuma, second team. Designated hitter, Hayden Johnson, Satsuma, second team. 4A, honorable mention, infielder, and pitcher, Olin Ward, UMS. Utility, Jake DeVout, Bayside Academy. Designated hitter, Gatlin Pitts, Bayside Academy. So that was, uh, Olin Ward was one of our terrific 12 and had a really good season. And the two Bayside Academy's players are really good prospects. 2A, pitcher, Streed Crooms, Bayshore Christian. First team, 2A. Second team, 2A, infielder, Cole Dean of Bayshore Christian. Second team infielder, Kyle Eddington, St. Luke's. Second team utility guy, Michael Bryant, Bayshore Christian. An honorable mention, 2A, utility player, Will Spivey from St. Luke's. So there you have it. There's your 29 area players representing this area on the all-state teams, 1A through 7A, which we only didn't have any 1A or 3A, but great job, guys. Great job. Okay, here we go. We're going to go into the Major League Baseball report.
basically what you're doing, everybody, you're in the catcher's corner with Joey Warner on the batter's box. You step into the batter's box, you look down, there he is. So you're in the catcher's corner with Joey Warner. Danny Jennings, thank you for, for naming that for me. We hadn't talked a lot about Major League Baseball, but, but I, we're going to run it down and give you, I'm going to give you the basics of what's happening out there. And I, I, I love Major League Baseball. I loved it more in the 70s and 80s and in the 90s where the Braves were on their run. But uh, there's a lot of opinions about Major League Baseball these days, uh, from, from the money that they're making, from the rules they've changed, to the way the players act and react on the field. But it is what it is. We're in 2023, and, and baseball is going to be baseball with whatever whatever teams you put on the field in whatever league. So it's all the same. It's an, it's, it's an, it's an easy game. It, it can be complicated. It can be patient. And it could be just whatever you make out of it. But I'm going to go by with some records right now. The Major League Baseball in the American League East, the Tampa Bay Rays started out with that 13-0 record. They're 48-20. and They've won eight of their last ten. Baltimore's right behind them, having a great season at 41 and 24. The Yankees behind them at 38 and 29. Toronto's 37 and 30. They've won seven of their last 10. And Boston's at 500 at 33 and 33. That American League East is always a, a, a tough division. You know, five of your best teams come out of that, that division. American League Central, the Twins, Minnesota Twins, 33 and 33. Right at 500. Cleveland's underneath 500, 31 and 34. The White Sox at 29 and 38. Detroit's at 26 and 37. Kansas City, 18 and 47. Detroit and Kansas City both have dropped nine of their last 10 games. And Kansas City is just about out of it. You know, long time, a lot of, lot of baseball to be played. They've only played about 65 games, but almost 100 to play, but you got to win more than 18 games. At this point in the season, American League West, Texas Rangers, 41 and 23. Houston Astros, 37 and 29. Los Angeles Angels, 36 and 31. Seattle Mariners, 31 33. Oakland A's, they've been the talk of the team that is supposed to be moving to Las Vegas. They're 17 and 50, having a tough time with it over there in American League. We moved to the National League, National League East, Atlanta Braves. 40 and 25, they've won eight of their last 10, but so have the Marlins, who are right behind them, 37 and 29, with, with eight of their 10, last 10 games they've won. Philadelphia Phillies, 32 and 33, they've won seven of 10. New York Mets at 31 and 35. Uh, Washington Nationals, 26 and 38. The National League Central, Pittsburgh Pirates, that's a surpriser. They've won seven of the last ten. They're 34 and 30. Milwaukee Brewers, 34 and 32. Cincinnati Reds, 31 and 35. Chicago Cubs, 28 and 37. St. Louis Cardinals, you got to get it going, Cards, 27 and 39. National League West, Arizona Diamondbacks, 40 and 25. They've won eight of their last ten. Los Angeles Dodgers, 37 and 29. San Francisco Giants, 33 and 32. San Diego Padres, 31 and 34, and Colorado Rockies, 27 and 40. And that's what you have in your standings, and those can change drastically. We're, we're a little, uh, about three, 
weeks to a month before the All-Star game, and things don't even start to get cranked up until September. So talk about some of the hitters that are doing doing really good this year. Luis Eras out of Miami is, is bumping on 400. He's hitting 397. He's tied with Bo Bichette for the league leading hits with 91. He's really been hot lately. Our old buddy Freddie Freeman, who I can't explain why the, Ra- the the Braves got rid of him, but he took his talents to Los Angeles. He's hitting 338, leads the league in, with 57 runs, leads the league with 24 doubles. Ronald Acuna, oh, what a player. He's hitting 328, and he's got 87 hits, 20 doubles. He's fourth in the league in doubles. He's uh, right underneath Freddie Freeman and runs scored with 56, and he's got 28 stolen bases. He's got an opportunity for 30-30 for sure, and possibly 40-40. That's being 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases. And then Bo Bichette, he had a brother, I mean his father, Dante Bichette, played major leagues for several years long ago. Bo Bichette with Toronto Blue Jays is hitting 317, tied with Erez with the League leading hits with 91 and having a really good season. Stolen bases are up, you know, with the, the bigger bases. Uh, Estery Ruiz with Oakland has 31 stolen bases. And right behind him, our man Ronald Acuna from Atlanta with 28. Home runs, Pete Alonzo with the Mets has got 22. Uh, everybody's favorite, Aaron Judge, has got 19 with the Yankees. Uh, Jorge Solar with Miami has 19 home runs. Max Muncie with L.A. has 18. Shohei Otani with the Angels has 18 home runs. And Matt Olson with Atlanta Braves has, has 18 home runs. And Otani is having a great season. He's hitting 287, 12 doubles, three triples, 73 hits. Then when he goes out on the mound, he's 5-2 with a 3.32 ERA, 102 strikeouts, and 76 innings pitch. What a player. And pitching, uh, Shane McClanahan's 10-1 with Tampa Bay. He's got a 2.18 ERA with 92 strikeouts. And, and believe it or not, everybody, uh, the major leagues have 15 complete games this year and nine shutouts. Not bad, not bad. Way to go. Okay, there's your major league baseball report. And we're going to go to our minor league report from our local players. First of all, we're going to do the major leaguers that are up there. There's just a few. Josh Donaldson come off the disabled list last week. He had a bad hamstring. He plays for the New York Yankees out of Faith Academy, played with Auburn. Josh is 6 for 42 on the season, only hitting 143, but he's jacked five home runs, four of them last week. Way to go, Josh. Brendan Donovan out of South Alabama played at Enterprise. He's hitting 253, 49 for 194, six home runs, 16 RBIs. We claim Adam Frazier. He's helping those Orioles uh, maintain second place in, in the American League. Hitting 232, 48 for 207, seven home runs, 28 RBIs. Vote for Adam for your all-star team in the American League. Uh, Justin Steele over, from over in Loosedale is played at George County. He's up with the Cubs. He's Six and two with a 2.65 ERA, 58 strikeouts. I, he's had a no decision, in, I think, his last four games, but, but Justin's off to a great start. When, here we go with the minor leaguers. Blaine Krim from St. Paul's is playing AAA with Round Rock with the Texas Rangers with his new teammate, 
Bubba Thompson. Bubba Thompson was sent down, and he is two for 13, hitting 154 with Round Rock, Triple A. After hitting 170 up in the big leagues with the Rangers, he was nine for 53 with four doubles, a triple, and four stolen bases. So Blaine Krim, though, is, is hitting very well. He's hitting 281, 54 hits, 12 doubles, four triples, five homers, and 27 RBIs with Triple A. He's knocking on the major league door. We're looking for Blaine Krim to be in the major league soon. Travis Swaggerty is hitting 189 with, with Indianapolis on the Triple A level with the Pirates. Michael Sandel, uh, uh, former UMS, USA Jaguar, is hitting 194 with AAA Sugarland with the Astros. He's hit three home runs out of his seven hits. Keegan Curtis, former Davidson baseball pitcher, playing at Oklahoma City AAA with the Dodgers. He's two and one. Ethan Wilson is at Double A with Redding with the Phillies. He's hitting 263 with eight home runs, 29 RBIs. St. Luke's alumnus uh, Jeremiah Jackson is with the Rocket City Trash Pandas Double A Southern League with the Los Angeles Angels. He's hitting 246 with three home runs, 14 stolen bases. Tanner Allen, former UMS star, Mississippi State Player of the Year, SEC Player of the Year, Collegiate Player of the Year in 2021. He's with the Miami Marlins. He's started out his year with Jupiter and in a ball and was moved up to Beloit out in Wisconsin and in, in, in uh, high a ball and both teams. He's hitting 290, 42 hits, four doubles, four triples, three home runs, 18 RBIs. Ethan Hearn out of Mobile Christian. He's a catcher. He's playing at South Bend in at, at a high. A. He's hitting 195 with a homer. Maddox Bruns of UMS, former first round draft choices with the Dodgers. He's played with two teams this year, pitched with two teams, Rancho Cucamonga and the Great Lakes, and he's, he's got 58 strikeouts and 41 innings pitched this year. He's 0-1. And in and, and his career, he's in, in his third year now, and the first year was a short season, but he's yet to win a game. He's 0-6, but he's got 130 strikeouts and in, in 90 innings. So, so they're, they're bringing him along pretty good. Okay, so that is your minor league report. So we're going to go back to your to our collegiate report, and I'm going to give you the teams that are that are that are in the College World Series already. And that's Wake Forest. They're making their first World Series appearance since 1955, where they beat Western Michigan and won it all, and, and they lost in 1949 to Texas. So uh, it's, it's been a long time coming for Wake Forest. They broke a record against Alabama when they beat Alabama 22 to five the other night. They hit nine home runs, and and uh, in in all the games they played, they're five and zero in the postseason, and they've outscored their their opponents. It's it's an amazing figure, like 75 to 16, I believe. So they they're not playing around. Uh, LSU is in, Virginia is in. The World Series, Oral Roberts is in, TCU's in, Florida's in. Again, Southern Miss and Tennessee are playing. Stanford and Texas are playing. Give you the matchups. Wake Forest will play the winner of Texas and Stanford. LSU will play the winner of US, USM, Southern Mississippi, and Tennessee. Florida will face Virginia. 
and Oral Roberts will play Texas Christian University, TCU. This all starts Friday, and this will be in Omaha, Nebraska, and it's going to be a really good series, and we'll be waiting on that. Something happened last night in the Stanford-Texas game. It was kind of unheard of. A fellow named Quinn Matthews went nine innings. He struck out 16, 103 for strikes, but he threw 156 pitches. Unheard of. Everybody's freaking out today. Is it good for him? Is it bad for him? Well, I, I'm, I'm glad for the guy, and I, I, I applaud him. Great job, Quinn. And so there's your regional report and super regional report, and we're off to the World Series this weekend. Your listener, Joey Warner, on the Batters Box on WNSP Now. We're broadcasting from WNSP Studio on Dolphin Street in Mobile, Alabama. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You can you can see all all the shows on WNSP Now that that the Batters Box has had. We've had 18 shows. This is the 18th show. We've had three live shows, and everything's long more than 20 hours of baseball talk. So we're going to take a break here, and we're going to try to get Ricky Patterson on the phone and talk a little bit more baseball from from Ricky Patterson's point of view. Okay, baseball fans, thank you for tuning in to the WNSP Now and listening to the Batter's Box. This is Joey Warner talking to you. I mentioned at the the beginning of the show that we were going to try to get Ricky Patterson on, and we did, but there's something happened. Uh, We weren't, weren't able to get Ricky on the show, so we're going to try next week. And he's busy down there in Sarasota. There's there's a lot of good baseball he's involved with down there, and we want to hear what's going on with him. But anyway, so we're going to cut the show short this week. I I fed you a lot of good information on a a lot of good stuff earlier, so I hope that's enough for you. Uh, Again, I'm going to talk about the history of baseball coming up. We we have several guests in the future, I mean some really good ones, some of them that are going to come down here to the studio and tell stories and just a whole slew of, of, of guests in the future, and and I, I want to thank Nick Wiggins for giving me this opportunity to, to represent the batter's box in, uh, on WNSP now, and I want to thank you listeners for tuning in, and we're getting ready to change gears when, when the World Series, College World Series is over, and get into some Major League Baseball, and if you ever want to, to throw any ideas towards us, just message me at, at or, or call me at 251-604-7387. Look me up on my Facebook page, Mobile Baseball Connection on Facebook, and I'm not hard to find, you know. So so anyway, if you've got any ideas for this show, just, just let me know because this show is for, for the listeners and for the people that we talk about on the show. And it's, 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 it's been a fun time, and I hope everybody has a, has a, a great week. And tune in to the College World Series starting on Friday. It should be a good one. And right now, with all that said, what we're going to do now is we're signing out.